Welcome everyone to the Little Circus Podcast. The Little Circus Podcast is the first ever podcast about circus made by kids for kids. Yes. Today we're talking with hula hoop contortion artist Ava Lou Rhinelander. Hi. Yay. We are so excited that you're here, Ava, and we can't wait for our listeners to hear all about you, LPC Abroad, and your work with Circus Marcus. Great. Um, should we get started? Yep. Let's get the show on the road. So, Ava, would you mind telling everyone out there a little bit about yourself? Of course. I'm Ava Lou Rhinelander. I'm 15 years old, and I live in Boston, Massachusetts. I have been with Le Petit Cirque for about nine months, and I've been with Circus Mercus for five years. I specialize in hula hoop, contortion, handstands, clowning, and tight wire. I'm also a dancer and a level nine rhythmic gymnast. Great, that's all really cool. So our first question for you is how you started circus arts and how is that love cultivated from the start? So I actually fell into the circus completely by accident. What happened was that my mom wanted to learn how to hula hoop. So she signed up for a beginner hula hoop class and dragged me along too. I was probably eight years old. We actually retook that same beginner class three times or so before I started learning harder tricks. I think that the combination of taking those classes with my mom and finding something I could excel in really taught me to love hula hoops. Then three years later, after I improved vastly, my mom saw an ad to join the circus. So not knowing what it was, she signed me up. I then went to the Circus Marcus live auditions and by some miracle claimed a spot on tour. I've been continuing to train and improve ever since. Awesome, that's so cool. Um, so next, can you talk about your move through the stages at Circus Mercus, Like how you found your rhythm after you weren't really a newbie anymore, sort of encapsulating your experience after you started. Yeah, there are kind of two parts of the tour, the behind the scenes part and the performance side. My experience on tour at first was much different than ever, many others because I was so young when I first was accepted. I was only 11 where most kids were 16 to 18 years old. And because of that age difference, I had a harder time fitting in with everyone my first year. That social side may not have impacted my performances in the ring, but it did make it a bit harder for me to reach out and talk to the other troopers. However, once I was a returning trooper and knew all the ins and outs of everything, such as like chores or teardown, the new troopers would start coming to me for help or advice, which was really cool. I also would recognize the homestay families and some audience members, which now as a fifth year trooper, I look forward to seeing them every year. Wow, only 11 years old? Now that's impressive. And I totally understand that feeling of not fitting in the first time, but then later figuring out your ground. Seems like you're a natural now. But now, can you talk to us about how you find your specialties? Like what inspired you to take up these specific disciplines? As I mentioned earlier, hula hoop was what I started with. And when I first auditioned for tour, I only knew hula hoop and was totally clueless with anything else. When I found out I had a spot on tour is when I really started to train seriously and is also when I took my first hand balance class. I mainly took it as a way to gain strength, but as I progressed, I started to see that it was more than just conditioning and that I could actually make it into something beautiful. 
My coach who trained me in hand balance also saw potential in my flexibility. So I gained strength in contortion as well. When I was originally cast on tour, I was this uh, silly 11 year old. So the directors cast me as a clown, even though I had never done something like that before. It turned out that I really enjoyed clowning. And although I never intended to be a clown, it was a great way to show a more vulnerable side to me in the ring. More recently, I was recruited by some of the tight wire walkers on tour because some of the older tight wire walkers were aging out. Um, with my experience of hula hoop, hand balance, and rhythmic gymnastics, they thought I would be a good fit because I had great spatial awareness. But even though I dabble a little bit in everything, I still consider hula hoop to be my main discipline. Perfect. Well, next, can you tell us your experience with performing? Have you always been super comfortable on stage? Do you ever get nervous before a show? Yeah, my first performance was in third grade at my school talent show where I debuted my first ever hula hoop act and I absolutely loved it. Even now when I perform all the time, I still love performing. Usually when I'm waiting backstage before I go on is when I get a feeling of nervousness, but of course combined with a whole lot of excitement. I also think that nervousness isn't all bad either. That reminds me that I need to do a good job or that what I'm doing is important. When I get on stage though, that feeling of nerves goes away completely and I'm just there enjoying the audience's applause. That's really, really cool to hear. Yep, you're so right about nerves. And another question about performing. What is your favorite thing to perform and what is your favorite outlet for sharing your talents? Like, do you prefer big theater shows that emphasize the spectacle? Or do you like being up close and personal with the audience in a more intimate setting? My all-time favorite discipline to perform is hula hoop. I feel the most connected to the audience when I do hula hoop, and I also think it's the most impressive act I have. Since my act is a mixture of handstands, contortion, and hoops, it certainly is the most challenging thing I do compared to just a contortion act or just a handstand act, but the challenge lets me focus and always have something to work for. I generally tend to prefer performing to a smaller audience because I like to look at people in the eyes. When I'm in a huge setting, there tends to be more lights and that just kind of washes out the audience's faces from my view on the stage. Yes, I can relate to that so much. So aside from training and performing, what other aspects of your sort of job slash passion do you enjoy? Do you have any specific attachments to costuming, makeup, music, hair, lighting, etc.? Yeah, there's so much more to circus than just performance or training. One of my favorite parts of creating a show is collaborating with my peers to create new opening and finale acts for the shows I do. For example, Circus Mercus prides themselves on their elaborate opening and closing acts, which always consists of dancing, lots of pyramids, tumbling, and even a full cast pyramid. I think it's super fun to make all of these intricate acts, and I love the creative process. I know many people tend to find this part of making the show time consuming and annoying, but I always have a fantastic time. <laughs> oh really? That's spectacular that you like the whole aspect of circus, behind the scenes, performing, and all. Now, would you mind talking a little bit about the format of Circus Mercus? Is it mainly a circus school? Is there a designated performance team? Yeah, of course. Circus Mercus is a nonprofit youth traveling circus based out of Vermont. 
There's a tour which consists of 30 troopers from ages 10 to 18 that travels all around New England over a seven week period during the summer. We perform around 70 shows under a big top tent that gets put up and taken down at every stop. To be a part of that tour, you have to audition, which is an extensive process in itself. Hundreds of kids will send in videos from all over the world, and the directors of the tour will choose 40 of those kids to audition live. Then, out of the 40 kids who audition live over a span of three days, 30 will be selected for the tour. Then there's also a Circus Mercus camp over the summer and school residencies that happen all year long. The camp has something for everyone, whether you're advanced or just starting, and it's a sleepaway camp, and they have tents as well, so the campers will get to the chance to practice under a real big top tent. Well, that's fantastic. Now, we'd like to enter in a mini discussion surrounding school for you. Since you go to regular school, can you explain how you have to work your training around your school schedule? That's a great topic. Um, as a high schooler, I really value my grades at school. Um, I take all AP and honors courses, so I automatically put a lot more pressure on myself academically and workload rise. What I mean by that is I get a boatload of homework every night. Um, something that I do is have at least one day of rest a week so I can catch up or get ahead on my homework and let my body rest and heal. I also utilize lunchtime at school and showing up early to get work done. Now that I'm going to be an online student, however, due to our current predicament, I think that I'll have a more lenient schedule and I won't have to be as rushed as I was before. When I'm working at home, I can save time because I won't be packing my bags or commuting to school. Once again, I'm astounded. You must have quite a busy schedule. Although it seems like you've learned how to manage your time very wisely. Now, can you talk about how you joined Lopetit Cirque? and your first show and what your beginning experience was like? I joined LPC by seeing a call to audition for a show on the East Coast. I answered the call to audition and Natalie chose me to be a part of her show. Ironically, two other troopers also responded and happened to be selected as well, which was actually a bit relieving for me since I'm always a little shy when I meet new people. The show ended up going great, and I really loved meeting all of the LPC performers. Oh, that's so great. Uh, what about LPC really appealed to you, and what made it something that you wanted to stick to being a part of? Was it the team, the mission, a feeling that I may have provoked? I've always admired the LPC performers because they all seem surreal with their extravagant costumes and makeup. I think the main reason it appealed to me was the professionalism that everyone has. Le Petit Cirque performs all over the world, so of course everyone had to be at their best all the time. I haven't traveled that much with the circus, so LPC could also give me that opportunity if I worked for it. Nice. I think with your hard work and dedication, you could definitely travel with LPC in the near future. Since you live far away from where LPC is based, would you mind explaining how you are still incorporated in shows and events and things? I know that has been a little different these past few months though. Yeah, of course. So I live in Boston, which is across the country from LPC. This makes it a bit harder to be incorporated into certain aspects of shows, such as group acts because I don't train with the other girls. 
However, when I do do a show, of course we have a rehearsal beforehand. So if I'm needed in a transition or as part of an act, I can catch on pretty easily. As for the events themselves, I perform for the more East Coast shows and LPC performs all over the country. So I still have lots of opportunities to be incorporated. Perfect. Can you now explain to us some of your roles at Circus Marcus? Since you've been there for quite a while, have you acquired any sort of leadership role? What we mean by this is that are you solely a student? Do you ever coach at your studio or help out beyond participating in training? So I've been a trooper for five years now, so I really know most of the staff there and I'm pretty close with many of them. There are a few events at Circus Mercus um, that need volunteers to either perform in a show or go roving or something along those lines. So I always help out when I can for them. Within these last few months though, I've actually had more opportunities to help out. Since the schools have been closed, Circus Mercus couldn't do school residencies or things like that. So in return, I offered to teach classes for them. All in all, I've volunteered over 100 hours of my time in the past few months and am now a coach for the Smirkus online classes. Beyond Circus Smirkus, I also teach as a coach for my rhythmic gymnastics gym once a week. 100 hours is a ton. You truly blow my mind. Now, what sort of differences are there in terms of getting ready for LPC versus Circus Smirkus? This may include differences in costume and makeup, rehearsals, storylines for shows, format of shows, and etc. The shows between LPC and Circus Mercus are super different. Circus Mercus will make a new show with a different storyline every year. This includes different costumes, different music, and a different layout of acts every year. By my understanding, LPC has a certain look to them and they stick with that for each show. As for costume and makeup, LPC has the colorful unitards with the same makeup for everyone and the lavish wigs. Well, Submercus has it has varying costumes from unitards to jeans and a jacket um, and has a more subtle makeup look and wears two French braids for every show. In terms of rehearsal time, Smirkus Smirkus troopers will all train together for two weeks at the headquarters in Vermont to create their acts. Then in the third week is when the rehearsals all are. We'll spend all day in the chapiteau going over every act with tech, costumes, and lighting. I'm not quite sure how LPC does their big shows with everyone, but for the gigs that I've done, people will come prepared with their acts already. This means that so much less rehearsal time is needed and we only need an hour or two to just go over transitions uh, and the opening number and things like that. Excellent. Next, we'd like to know what your current circus goals are. Is there anything you'd like to achieve, be it certain skills or acts, and is there anything specific you'd like to accomplish in the future, like traveling to a place or performing with slash for a particular person or group? Yeah, I have a few goals. For a short-term goal, I'm really working hard to solidify my hula hoop act so that I can get really, really consistent with every trick. What I mean by solidify is that rather than just making an act for a show or gig that I'm going to do, I want to make an act just for me that I have. Um, it should have all my best skills and it'll probably be around five to six minutes long. In comparison, in any show or gig that I do, my acts tend to be three to four minutes. So there's a significant difference. 
as for a long-term goal, I would love to end up touring for a professional circus one day. My favorite Cirque du Soleil show is Alegria. So if I could get the chance to perform as the hula hooper in that show, it'd be amazing. But I'm totally not confined to any particular show or company. Oh, I see. Well, those are some really excellent goals to work for. Next, we'd love to have you share some of your highlights from your circus career so far. Was there a specific place you've traveled to that was super exciting? Any special performance events or venues? Any skill benchmarks you've recently hit that you're especially proud of? So one of my funniest highlights is that I am actually the world record holder for the longest time hula hooping on my nose. My record used to be around three minutes, but I recently beat that and now my record stands at 12 minutes. Aside from that, last year I got to compete in Brisbane, Australia at the Australian Circus Festival. It was so exciting and I won the silver prize out of all the team performers. Oh my goodness, that's incredible. Um, so now we have reached the time for our final question for today. If you could give a piece of advice to someone who, let's say, does in fact live far away from their team, colleagues, group, or organization, and wants to still be included as much as possible and still participate where it's convenient, what would you say to reassure them to keep going and not worry that they're missing out? For anyone who might be further away from their team or organization, remember to keep working hard at whatever you do. Even though you're part of the team, the drive has to be inside you since you don't have your teammates around you encouraging you all the time. You have to be the one to want it. And when you do finally see everyone, you'll have a blast. Fantastic. That is really such great advice. Thank you so much, Ava, for joining us today. Wish, we wish you the best of luck on all your athletic and artistic endeavors. And we can't wait to see where your dedication will take you. Oh, thanks so much. I'm glad to be on. Certainly. So now, if you out there enjoyed hearing from Ava today and you want to see the Ava Lou Rhinelander in action, you can follow her on Instagram at Ava Lou Hoops. That's E-V-A-L-O-U Hoops. And we'll provide a link to her page on our website, which is thelittlecircuspod.wixsite.com slash thelittlecircus. That's thelittlecircuspod.wixsite.com slash thelittlecircus. And if you'd like to reach TLC, please shoot us a message through our website on our contact page or email us at thelittlecircuspodcast at gmail.com. Yep. And if you like this episode, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And remember, life's a circus. Enjoy, Enjoy the show. show. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.